Welcome, everybody. This is episode 25 of the Spawn on Me podcast. This is your host, Khalif Adams, and I'm joined with my man, Mamelo. Uh, that is Cicero Holmes. He is back from assignment. How are you, sir? I am great, sir. Uh, yeah, I went on my uh, my my spiritual journey. I walk about. Um, you know, yeah, I had to come back. This is a milestone episode, man. I got my cross colors bow tie on. What? I'm ready to go. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm dressed up for the occasion, man. It's episode 25, man. I mean, it, I mean, it's better than Motown 25. At least we won't have all the craziness that went on during that uh, show. Listen, that was the greatest moment on television. Do you want to talk about dating yourself? Moonwalk? You want to talk about hey, dating listen, yourself? Listen, it's too late for that, my son. <laughs> I'm totally okay with that. Um, we're going to do a quick a little bit of house cleaning. We want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to the show for, for since episode one, you guys have been amazing. We've been doing some big things, trying to do even more big things. Uh, and you guys have been helping pushing us forward. Uh, we have to thank, uh, Tony Powell, who was on the show last week from philosophy play. He did his thing. And, uh, you, you were Jackson, Sharif Jackson for, for, for being the co-host this with the most this. Uh, and if you haven't checked out that show, please do so on the site, uh, on SoundCloud and all that other good stuff. But what we're really excited for is we have a special guest this week, somebody who kind of has helped all of us get to where we are to a certain extent just by doing what they do. You ain't uh, never lied, man. Yeah, seriously. He's been doing this thing for a long time in the podcasting game. Uh, host, co-host, and main brother from the, another mother from GTR, Gamertag Radio, Danny Pena. How are you, sir? How you doing? What's up, guys? What's thanks happening, for, man? Th- thanks for inviting me, man. Oh, it was our pleasure. Thank you yeah, so much yeah. for being on, man. We we appreciate uh, what you get, what you guys have been doing for a long time. You've been setting the model for a while, and uh, yeah, we're trying we're trying to get to to where you guys are handling your business. So, <laughs> how, how you been? Good, man. Just uh, just got home from work, and uh, yeah, just getting ready to record uh, another episode of GTR after this. You know, so uh, it's, it's been it's been cool for the past uh, few months now with with the show. Man, busy. Wait a really, minute. really busy. You, you said that so calmly, <laughs> right? Like, right. Like you just, oh, you know, how many shows have you been doing at this point? What are you up to? Uh, I think it's four forty-three. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, you're about to do more shows almost than the pages in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, look, I'm having a blast with this podcasting thing, and man. You God know, free I, I, said to Paris. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because. Um, I still feel like the same person when I started my podcast, you know, I'm still excited, still hungry, still, you know, making moves and, and trying to take our, our podcast to the next level. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I've been having a blast with this, man. You know, I love our, our listeners. I have a great team and, uh, you know, the most important thing is that we, all of us, the whole team, we were having fun, you know? That's, that's so. Dope. That's really dope. That's all you yeah, can man. really hope for, right? It's like everyone yeah. everyone from, from day one until day now is still doing uh, and having a lot of fun while they're doing what they're doing. Um, Definitely. So so could you give us a little bit of background on where you're from originally and, you know, how GTR started? Because, again, you, you guys have been in the game for, what, almost a decade at this point. So so to be <laughs> yeah. in the game that long and have this longevity is, is a milestone in and of itself. So if you could give us some of the background on how everything started, that would be real dope. Yeah, yeah. For those that don't know, I'm, I'm from originally from New York City, uh, born and raised in Uptown, uh, Manhattan, and uh, in yeah, in, in uh, what was it 2001? I uh, had the the Sega Dreamcast, and um, 
I was very involved with the Fantasy Star Online community. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, at that time, I, I launched a internet radio show called Fantasy Star Online. Well, actually, PSO Radio. <laughs> and uh, and that, that was like strictly streaming. It was... Um, I had a show on mp3.com. People will go there and download like our show and stuff like that. Um, it was a weekly, a weekly show. We review like, you know, different quests and, and I'll get like together with other clan members and I'll interview them. It was pretty cool. I did that for like a couple months, almost a year. And, uh, you know, I, I took some, some time off and, uh, I, I started once again with the internet radio show and I, I started attending events. I went to the, the launch of Sega net, Mm-hmm. Ah. Dreamcast. That was my first event ever. Um, after that, I attended a Xbox Unleashed. It was an event. It was for to promote the original Xbox. That's how I got to meet uh, for people from Microsoft, like the whole uh, the whole team, the creators, and everything. Uh, I went to the also the Nintendo GameCube Club event. Uh, all that would happen during two thousand one. So the golden, um, the golden age to a certain extent, the right? The golden, yeah, yeah, the golden age, definitely, man. So, and at that time, there was no social media; it was like strictly forums, and and um, that that that's how I'll, you know I'll get to talk with other people within the community and stuff. So, uh, a couple of years after that, I took a break because I was very involved with the music industry, hip hop wise, from here in Miami, in New York. Um, I, I I was uh, a promoter down here, so. Um, I just got tired of the whole music thing, and I was like, man, let me just create a, a radio show again about video games. But this time, I want to get, you know, also, I want people to learn to know about the hip-hop culture, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, we launched in February 2005. Uh, I remember, I still remember the first episode. I was with my brother in the freezing cold. <laughs> I had no mic. I, I was using my built-in mic from the computer. <laughs> and uh our first episode that we released i think we had like maybe 500 downloads wow this is before wow. yeah this is before rss feed like we like we launched our rss feed like a couple months later after that but this was like strictly people going to the site downloading it wow and the mp3 you know so that's um, crazy yeah like not even a like not even 24 hours later we got an email from microsoft because um, they wanted to feature us on Xbox.com, I was Say like, "Say word, wow!" I was like, "Okay, <laughs> make it happen. Let's, let's do it." It was Trixie, by the way. Shout out to oh, her. Okay. Oh, word, yeah. Trixie's dope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we did that, and dude, it just went around, around. Like people have just been spreading the word about about GTR ever since, you know. So, um, I mean, that was like a sneak peek, dude. That, we've been doing this for so long. Like, there's some crazy stories about us, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but that that was a very um, a special time in my life, you know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, 2001 with the whole Dreamcast and everything, and then 2005, you know. I mean, it seems so. like, like, because I remember when some of that stuff kind of popped off in the beginning, and it was really kind of nuts because from what I remember, your cast was like the first cast to really get picked up from like out of the community and then brought into a space where corporate entities kind of knew who you were and kind of decided that they wanted to not necessarily like sponsor you, but to basically like attach themselves to you as a way of of both like brand promotion and also just like as a way to kind of get in touch with the community. You know, how did that actually like, besides what you just said, how did you get to massage any of that of that kind of like uh like clout at, at the beginning? Because you guys were super new and then you get this email, this random email that's like, Hey, we want to feature you. How you know, how does that even yeah. 
phase you in that respect because that's huge stuff right in the beginning yeah you know i always mention this to a lot of podcasters like you know it's cool that you know you're home and recording you know having fun but at the same time if you really want to build your brand the best thing you could do is network right. uh, and, and and you know network with other podcasts or uh, try your best to attend events like pax or e3 or any any anything that has to do with with your genre of like of podcasters if it's video games attend try to attend a uh, video game um events locally or if you have to drive a couple states away you know um that's what i did right. you know what i'm saying I, I i started building relationships with a lot of people um they will always see me at different events and 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 they just remembered us you know what i'm saying but at the same time too uh you know besides meeting other people it also uh for us is 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 creating you know great content every every time we release an episode you know um the first time that we ever been uh featured like on many major media sites was when um the original no not the original xbox it was during the time that they were planning to announce the xbox 360 on mtv right yeah um i don't know if you guys remember that yeah yeah yeah. the ponchos here's the thing yeah uh the here's the thing what happened we we uh found out like a couple of our friends attended the event because it was recorded. It was on a Thursday night, I remember. Right. And um, I hit them up like, hey, is it possible for you guys? Um, and also females. It was a lot of girls. It was a PMS clan that we invited them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we like, hey, if, is it a, is it cool? That you, you know, you could uh, be on a show and talk about like about the event and how was it? Because uh, originally MTV told them spread the word about it. You know, right. spread the word to your okay. friends. So they were on the show, and they started talking, like, leaking information that <laughs> was nowhere. Like, it was, no, like, not even, no website heard about this, mm. about the design, things you could do. They talked about Perfect Dark Zero, a bunch of stuff. So once we released the audio, it was like, wow, all the forums was talking about it. They spread the word. IGN picked it up, a bunch of other sites. Major Nelson and Trixie contacted me like not even an hour i put when i posted that the audio and they told me hey danny is it okay you could uh take it off you know because <laughs> you know we were pl- we have a plan to announce this on uh, a week later on a on a thursday night right to promote the console and you know i built a relationship with them throughout the years so i'm like you know well th- during that time that i was like you know what let me just remove it i don't want I don't want uh, my friends also to get in trouble because right. I thought they were under NDA, but they right. they didn't sign anything. I was just scared. That was like my first time. I'm like, oh man, I'm freaking out. I gotta take this off. You know? <laughs> but, but there was people. There was people that downloaded their file and they had it in like other places. Like the it just went viral. Yeah, it went the, viral. You know what I'm saying? Like it was crazy. It, yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, we did that. Like, it helped us to get our name out there even more because of that. You know. But yeah. at the same time, like it's cool. I learned a lot. Like. I don't like leaking a lot of stuff because sometimes we get information, um, you know, before they announce it and stuff, different companies. And I prefer to have a great relationship and not say anything and just, you know, keep it cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and yet, you know what? I mean, so, so uh, Spawn on Me community, you know, this, this guy, he goes by the Monica Godfrey. Um, I, I would say that he is the Godfrey father. Um, <laughs> sitting at the head of the table, OG <laughs> podcaster. He talks about yeah. building relationships. 
um, this past June, they had over 100,000 downloads of uh, their GTR stuff from everything they did at E3, mm-hmm. even so much as meeting the big man for Microsoft himself, Phil Spencer. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Uh, we've been planning this interview for months, but I had to keep it on the low. I, I didn't want to say anything. You know, I, I wanted to surprise our our listeners. Um, you know, Microsoft contacted me uh, because last year uh, I was very vocal. I've always been vocal with right. a lot of things, you know. Um, right. Uh, even during the time that we, we were nominated, well, actually, they, got, they gave an award for, uh, uh, for the MVP program. Mm-hmm. But I was always vocal. Like I was never a type like you know kiss ass. Like that's not that's not my thing. Right. right. You know. So last year uh, I was very disappointed with uh, how Don Matrick was the way it was on stage presenting. You know the Xbox One and it was like strictly business. It felt like really dry. Right. Um. And and slowly throughout the years before that, you know they cut down a, a lot of stuff like like. Uh, that they dealt with um, the community programs and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I posted a letter, like, you know, an open letter to Don Matrick from the community, from us. I, I was like, look, I would like to have you on our show uh, because I feel like when I originally first uh, met, you know, and, and learned everything about Xbox, um, they were very concentrating on the community, getting, you know, Right, fans, right, you know what I'm saying, right, and yeah. then throughout the years it just went downhill, and I'm yeah. like, look, why, why is it because of it's getting too mainstream? Like now, do you you don't need us anymore? You know what I'm right, saying, right? So we did that, and dude, everybody hit me up. I'm talking about like behind the scenes. I was getting emails from um, like former VPs, like Jay Allard, um, wow. huh, uh, a wow. bunch of people. Um, and uh, they were like, "Look, we, we completely understand where you where you're coming from. You know, keep doing your thing, and and don't give up. You know." So even former uh, Microsoft employees were contacting us. You know, giving us props, and and they were sharing that article. Like that article went around big time. Wow. Right. Wow. Um, and after that, you know, Phil Spencer, you know, became the head of Xbox, and Microsoft contacted us. Like, look, you know, we would like to have you guys. Uh, behind closed doors, only you guys, only Gamer Tag Radio, right. Bill Spencer, sit down, ask whatever you want, and and see what happens. Post it on your podcast. I'm like, yeah. all right, and you know? and that stuff went viral too. I mean, you guys had access to him that nobody else had access to. You ask questions. More importantly, like because other people had uh, other people had a chance to speak to him at mm-hmm. E3, but mm-hmm. you ask questions that no one else asked. Yeah, and it, and it you know it just exploded across the internet yet again mm-hmm. um, yeah that, that that's that's the funny thing because it was the vibe like we got like this good vibe from from phil spencer and you know we were just chatting like it wasn't like planned like honestly the, the majority of the, of the interview was like strictly freestyle like just at that moment we had cool. like a couple questions right but the majority was just top of the head at that moment boom that's dope and and um it it was cool. I had a blast about that. You know what I'm saying? Like um, Phil, Phil was very open. Um, we were surrounded by a couple of the, um, you know Microsoft PRs that were just there. You know that, that's they have to. They always there, do right? that. They have to. Yeah, they have to just in case anything slips. You know, but right. um, yeah, they loved it. They loved it. Yeah, and, it, was, and the, it was a dope they, interview. Yeah, and the interview went everywhere. I'm talking yeah. about like 
Forbes. Uh, yeah. It was it was on like all the major websites like IGN and right. GameSpot. You know, um, it was cool, man. Like yeah. you know, that's the thing about us. Like it's never planned. It just happens, mm-hmm. and and it just go out there. It goes viral. People share it. You know, and um, I remember that day as soon as I posted it. Stitcher feature us on the front page. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's and right. And that dude, within like twenty less than twenty four hours, we had like twenty three thousand downloads just on that. <laughs> just on that. Jesus. It, just on that episode, that's which was crazy. crazy. If I and had twenty three thousand downloads ever of yeah. Spawn on Me, I'd run butt naked out in the street with baby oil on. <laughs> Listen, but see, I still this want the, that to happen. So don't say that kind of stuff. Hey man, look, man. This is what I mentioned this to a lot of like upcoming podcasters. Like, look, you know, we we went through a lot. You know, I started, and we still are independent. We're strictly independent, and you know, we did a we we've done a lot of things in the past that I feel like other podcasters too. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we open the doors for especially like the indie podcasters, I think you guys and everybody else could do the same. You know what I'm saying? It's just um. We just got to be professional, right. um, you know, just keep on having fun, you know, and um, I, I think I think everybody could do it. You know what I'm saying? We were the only independent podcast that interviewed Phil Spencer. Like, right. everybody that interviewed him was, like, major press. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's something for everybody, you know? You, you guys, yeah. I mean, you guys are, I mean... Uh, 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 objectionably, you know, uh, I can't even speak right now, but you guys, you guys yeah. are like legitimately the biggest independent, uh, gaming podcast in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's oh, thanks, nobody, man. yeah, there's nobody, there's nobody that's independent that's bigger than you guys. Um, and, and in fact, uh, you know, one of the things that, that really excited, you know, we, we were able to rub elbows with you guys in, uh, in the virtual space by, uh, making the list, uh, Kevin L. Clark's list on, uh, Black Enterprise is the, one of the, both of us were in the 10, 10 video game podcasts that you should be listening to. Um, so, you know, for, for us, um, that was you know, dope. That yeah, was really, really yeah, dope, right? Yeah, it was, it, it was crazy. I mean, because it's, you know, podcast beyond, and the giant bombcast, and mm-hmm. then you know we looked and we saw you guys, and I'm got I've got goosebumps actually even just talking about it um, to see <laughs> to, to see you guys, and then to see our name next to you guys and those guys um, was was fucking amazing for us. Yeah, and um, see that's a perfect example. Like it wasn't even planned; it just happened. Right, you know what I'm saying, right, right. And, and and you guys are. are are you know are working hard to make your podcast even better and right. you know things like that is is a perfect example why i always tell people like you never know who's listening to you yeah right you Absolutely. know be always be professional right uh you know always you know be yourself at the same time right but the important thing is make sure to like invest you know, to, to get better mics, better right. better um, software to to make your podcast sound even great. Right. Take your time editing. You know, create great content every week. You know, what I'm saying like that. That is what's gonna make people spread the word about you. You know, just right. that uh, blog that posted about you and, and 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 other podcasts like that's big. Show that to people. Right. Look, we've been featured here. We be. It's not being. It's not being cocky, but. It helps you even grow. Like people are like, damn, these guys have been featured here. Oh, okay, absolutely. I gotta check it out. You know, absolutely. Right. So, yeah, yeah, Danny, I got, I got 
two more questions for you a little Don't more worry, on, I, I, what, on a serious can, tip. Okay, okay, what's up? All right. I can stay here for a little little longer. Oh, okay, all right. All right. all right, cool. So all right. So the first question is um, so part of the part of the reason that I discovered you guys was because I was looking for people of color talking yeah. about talking about games, and mm-hmm. also I was looking for you know I was looking for the urban the urban show, and at the time you were featuring hip hop music and stuff like that. So I was like, wow. So not only is it people that look and sound like me on this show. But also they featured the music. So the first question is, what is it? What has it been like being a person of color in the gaming industry and in the gaming space, going to uh, conferences and what have you? And you know, do you see a lot of people that look like you or look like Paris, look like us, um, you know, that are out there? And, and the second, the second question is, what the hell happened to all the damn music, son? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let me let me answer the first the first um the first one. Like I, when we when we uh launched Gamertag Radio, it was it was kind of hard because um you know a lot of people will be they were like calling us say oh these guys are hood and right and you know <laughs> I, I saying all these crazy stuff and saying you know racist comments too right, you know about right, us right uh but you know I was. I was just disappointed, you know, sometimes. And I'm like, man, you know what? I'm just going to keep on fighting, you know, doing my thing and, and see what happens from there, you know. Um, it didn't stop us at all. I think it motivated us even more, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, attending all these events, I, I, I'm seeing a lot more people of, of color, like, you know, Hispanics and blacks. And, you know, it's it's growing, you know what I'm okay. saying? Like, That's you know what? Hey, look, man, New York City, back in the days, you know, the first time I ever uh, – you know, had my my first console. Matter of fact, it was the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Then from Nintendo, right. mm-hmm. Super Nintendo, and it, honestly, dude, every hip hop head in New York or in other places, they were they were involved with, va- with right. ga- video games. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, why not show that to other people that are not into hip hop, but at least show them the other side of hip hop? Right. You know, um, right. we had a lot of artists on our, on our uh, podcast in the past. Mm-hmm. That are huge gamers and they're mainstream artists, right? You know, uh, I, I'll mention a couple. We had, um, you know, Snoop on our show. We had Warren G. Uh, I had Karis one a couple times on the show. He's not a gamer, right? But he's he's been in soundtracks, right? Uh, right. In gaming, you know what right. I'm saying? So, um, who else? We uh, Dela had Maceo. He's he's Maceo yeah, Maceo's crazy. Yeah, he's great. Huge, that, huge gamer. Yeah. Um, and look, look, I'm not into I'm not into this guy's type of music, but you know we had Soldier Boy. The uh, reason why we had him on our show is because you. <laughs> I, the only reason why I had him on the show is because he was really into games, mm-hmm. and, and I was right. watching one of his videos, and he started talking about like indie games. I'm like, that's okay. kind of strange because right. usually mainstream artists. We'll always talk about the same games, Madden, right, Grand right, Theft Auto, uh, Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Right, right. So I, I wanted to, right. I wanted to get the other side of of him. You know, like, hey, look, you know, come on our show. You know, talk about your music, but at the same time, let's talk about games. And you know, um, now here's the thing: the reason why we haven't posted uh, music on our uh, podcast is like throughout the years we've been involving. You know, we started as a uh, Xbox podcast, and now we, you know, we then from there. I was like, man, let's talk about everything. You know, why right. talk about just one console? There, let's talk about everything. So, we talk about PC, all type of consoles. Um, and I wanted to 
cut down with the whole music thing. Um, okay. uh, I feel that it's better to put that on our app so people can listen to you know our app and download it and everything. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to do something different. You know? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. At the same time, dude, it's like sometimes we get so much content and, and we talk so much that I, I feel like I don't want to cut it off and right. cut the whole <laughs> conversation. You know, like <laughs> I, I love the flow right. of the show. You know, so. But but the thing is though we've done um, events in the past. Uh, I don't know if you heard you guys heard of community vibes. Yeah oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. That that was like a huge thing for us. Like you know we had a uh, you know a couple of uh, independent hip hop um, bands and artists mm-hmm. to perform, and we had like stations everywhere. I'm talking about like from old school to new school, everything. Oh, uh, and, and we had like. We had like a thousand plus people, man, attended yeah. to our, our party. And all, all that was because of the podcast. That's, That's so crazy. amazing, That's man. That's crazy. You know, That's um, crazy. there was one, uh, the last party that we, well, actually it wasn't our last, but the last Community Vibes party. Um, You know, we did it during Super Bowl weekend in Miami. And tr- let me tell you, it's a crazy time in Miami. The hotels are expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm traffic everyone everywhere and people coming from out of town you know miami just for the super bowl um a lot of celebs and everything so i was like you know pete was actually uh one of our staff members he's like hey dude let's let's have a party during super bowl weekend we did it uh i was kind of scared i was like oh man i don't know if this is a good idea (laughs) it's gonna be really expensive you know we we were like let's do it over the weekend so we did it on a saturday um you know, we promoted like crazy. We were getting calls from a lot of newspapers um, and media from down here. They wanted us to advertise, and I'm, I was telling them, "Look, we're not, we're not a big major company. You know, it's a small site, right?" And uh, you know, we kept on promoting it. And right before the party started, I think it was I remember this. It was on a Friday afternoon. For some reason, I was searching um, community vibes like on Google to see if people, other people, were talking about it. And the Miami New Times named us the best Super Bowl party in Get South Florida. Wow, out of that's here. Crazy. What are you yeah, talking man. about? They put us they put us like above like they showed they, I think it was ten top uh top ten events. We were number one and there was uh an event of a concert of Nas, Pepsi, Playboy, wow. Maxim. Wow. Dude, I got so scared. I called Pete. I remember calling him. I'm like, dude, man. You're not going to believe what just happened. He's like, what? Because he was, when I was calling him, he was picking up a U-Haul truck because a bunch of companies sent us a like crazy amount of games to give away, right? Wow. At okay. the party. And uh, and he was driving, you know, whatever, just for that. And I was telling him what happened. He's like, what? He started screaming like, oh, my God, dude. It's gonna be brand. We're so scared. I'm like, I know, I know. But it's dope. It's dope. Like the next day we went to the event. Uh, I got a couple like our hardcore listeners. They came down. We were that were helping us out, like building, you know, uh, fixing everything at the club. And there was one kid, man. I will never forget this. There was one guy that was waiting for us since six thirty in the morning, and our party started what? at three. Wow. He wanted to be the first one to go in. So when I saw him, I'm like, dude, come with us, man. He was hanging out with us and everything, man. You know, that's so dope. That's we crazy. always, that's dope. always give back. We always engage with our listeners. That's like super important to me. Yeah, man, yeah, know? yeah. Man, I, well, so, I know, I know that you have to boogie in a second because you have to go tape. Uh, but I wanted to sneak one other question in really fast. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? <laughs> um, is so we have our dream list of people that we want on our show. We've been we've been writing it out. You know, you got to dr- write down your dreams if you want things to come true. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we want. I want to know is who is a person that you have not interviewed and had on GTR that you have been dying to get on the show, and are you close? <sighs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> exclusive. Okay. There, exclusive. Right. Here, 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 I've never talked about this, but I really would like to have Reggie from Nintendo uh, that'd be mm, on our on our podcast. Like Nintendo's very, how I say this, they're very picky on right. who, yeah, who should interview Reggie. You know what I'm right. saying? I think to me that's like my next challenge. Like I would love to have him on our show, and, and just look like how the the same way how we vibe with with. You know, with Phil, I I think that we could get that same vibe from Reggie. You know right. What I'm right. Um, that would be that would be huge for us if we ever, because honestly, he'd never been on a podcast. Ever. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. He's never been on a podcast. It could be the first time he ever recorded a podcast, and you know, that would be huge. You know, what we think. should do then. We you should know? do we should do a collaborative effort, a spawn on me GTR collabo, and do the race to Reggie. There you go. There you go. No, you know what it is? I, I think I, I I I don't know, man. Like Nintendo, um yeah, they're, they're very picky. Unless yeah. you're not a big site, right. it's it's hard. You know what I'm right. saying? He just so, called us small change, son. How no, you know, this is on our own show, no, son. No, stop it. <laughs> nah, I know that's saying small change. Nah, 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 nah. But it's just it's tough, you know. Um you know, I would like to have him. I would love to um Damn, I don't know. That's that's a good. You know, I would like to interview also the president of of PlayStation. That would be cool. Mm. Okay. He never been on our podcast, you know. Right. Yeah. Why not? That would be you great. Uh, we we met um, Jack Trenton. Okay. And uh, we we got invited to the Michael Pactor's party, mm-hmm. Wedbush party during E3. Right. We were there hanging out. We've been there already like maybe three four times, and uh, the la- this past June. Uh, I was like, wait a minute, is that Jack Jack Tren? What? What? <laughs> what? So we we took a quick pic with him, and I told him, dude, I'm a huge fan. You know, it was quick. You know, it was it was cool. You know, so that would be cool, like to get somebody from PlayStation also on our show. That's the thing. I don't want people to think, oh, it's always Gamer Tag Radio is always getting Xbox. You know, right on their right. Uh, Xbox employees. And the thing is, is because we've been having a great relationship with them. You right. know, and they know that we work hard. You know, what I'm saying. Um, so why not change it up and get somebody else? You know, I'm I'm down with that. I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put out a quick thing for the for the spawn on me audience and say we should start a little hashtag that says Reggie on GTR and see if we can make it happen. See if we can do some stuff. <laughs> no, I'm serious because that's Seriously, what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like for real. Like yeah. the thing about all these cross promotional kind of like everyone show up on other people's shows and everyone talk and hang out with, with other folks is like, that's the way people get that recognition. Even if you're small, you never know who, who knows who, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, that's the reason why we love having people on the show is one, cause we want to talk to people who we think are dope. And two, we want people to be able to cross pollinate our audiences and say, Hey, you know, these people have been doing stuff for a long time and it's really dope. You should be paying attention to it and listening to it. So, yeah. And I guess with that, we're going to, we're going to let you roll out. Cause I know you have to go, you got to go tape. So yeah. Yeah. If, my if staff you, is, I know, I know right they're now. probably tweeting <laughs> and texting you, but uh, if you want to, but promote- next time, next time, next time invite us in the future, you know, and I'll take my time to, you know, to sit down with you guys and just vibe and talk, and and hopefully Paris could join in. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. So, that'd be, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really great. Dope. 
you want to give yeah. all your to, all your social media business and, and website and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Uh, head over to gamertagradio.com. And uh, if you guys want to, download our app. It's totally free. Yeah. Uh, you can download it for iOS, Android, um, you know, Windows 8, Windows Phone. Just go for it. It's totally free. Uh, we post a lot of, like, extra content there that's not available on the site. So, um, yeah, Godfrey uh, on Twitter, Gamertag Radio on Facebook. Just just uh, add us. Follow us, man. You know? Word, man. Thank you so much for being on. And, uh, man, we really appreciate what you've been doing for, for a long time. And it's been great to see you guys grow and, and see your community grow. And uh, we hope to see more uh, crazy big things. We know it's coming. So we, we know it's on. The oh, way. yeah. Yeah. We got we put it this way, guys. Make sure to tune in next uh, the next episode of GTR. Uh, uh, Paris went to uh, a pretty cool event. Uh, it, it's it's going to be cool once we release it. You know, we got a couple of interviews from that, you know, so it's, it's good. It's good. It's All really right. good. Right. Very right. dope. Hey, uh, hey, Danny, we uh, I, I follow you on Xbox One. We should play some play some time. Definitely, and, man. And, yeah, um, Destiny. I'm getting Destiny. So we definitely yeah, yeah, got to we'll like, meet we'll up there, right? Destiny. Yeah. So here's a little funny story. Uh, so, you, can, you can tell you can tell Paris when you get when you talk to him. So I hit him up on uh, on the Xbox. To say, hey, are you playing Destiny? And he was like, who is this? And, and I, was like, I was like, hey, man, you're going to be on our show. I figured we could play some, you know, we could play some games and, you know, get kind of break the ice. And he's like, oh, uh, oh okay. But I, I, I'm playing Destiny on the PlayStation. I'm, a, I'm playing on the PS4. Yeah. I was like, well, you can come to the Xbox where the real game is played. Oh. <laughs> hey, did he reply back? Fired. Did he reply back? Yeah, he was like, oh, my son's always playing. <laughs> yeah, his son, his son his son, is always playing on Xbox. Yeah. Uh, for Destiny, yeah. Oh, so. Danny, dope, thanks, man. thanks a million, man. You, you really, honestly, uh, you and Paris and Mandy and Pete and Paulston, um, all of you guys over there have been mentors to me. Uh, please, please uh, send out uh, my most sincere thanks uh, to the rest of your crew when when you when you sit down and talk with them tonight. Uh, th- thank you for the support, man. Yeah, appreciate you it. Where man? Thanks, and, man. And, and and thank you for the support that you've given us. Uh, definitely, man. I, lo- I love indie podcast, man. You know, Seriously. <laughs> very dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, all right. Indie, indie casters. Stick together. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. all right, guys. All right. Thanks a lot, all Danny. Right, man. Take care. Right. Later. Bye. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Godfrey. Danny Pena um, on on the line. Word. With, with us. That was amazing. Thanks a lot, Danny. Shout outs to uh, the Game Attack Radio crew. Uh, dope, dope podcast if you guys aren't listening to them. Um, you know, it it was it was it was an extreme pleasure, at least of mine, if I can be selfish for a second, to uh, to be able to get those guys and and much like uh, much like getting Dave Fenoy um, back. I mean, that seems like a lifetime ago, um, but much like much like being able to bring him on, uh, being able to sit down and talk with with uh, Danny and and uh, hear hear his story was a was a wonderful wonderful thing i can i can uh die a happy podcast <laughs> i mean it's great and and yeah i want to thank him again for being on especially with the tight schedule that he's running right. on yeah absolutely um to just drop by and hang out for a bit but it's it's also kind of great as like a, a cat from the bronx as well you know what i mean like from exactly. from new york 
to see people like really making huge strides and doing their thing and 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 be able to kind of make it into a space that not again a lot of us get to and, and to see that in such a big way and be able to like extremely like to grow the podcasting community in a way that he didn't even know he was doing at the time to kind of be a pioneer in that respect is pretty damn dope like and to be so humble about it is fucking awesome you know what i mean like folks, yeah hell folks, yeah, folks, hell folks yeah. I, I can't I, I can only appreciate when people are super humble in the way that that, that he was so it's like that's it's totally dope I, I really appreciate it so word so i think i don't know it's time to break it down a little bit i think it's time to break it down break it down so i think you since you wrote our docket this week uh <laughs> since you wrote most of the docket this week so so i think we're going to play another another version of true funds yes 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 so so before we do that let me um you know and i didn't want to take up any time um, from, from, you know, from Danny, cause I knew he was, he was pressed for time. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I want to, I would just want to go back to some of the things that you guys were talking about with EA access last week, um, in the episode and, you know, sorry, sorry, spawn on me nation that I missed it, uh, that I wasn't able to, uh, to, you know, to, to be there for it. Um, but, uh, so one of the things that you guys didn't talk about, uh, was the fact that not only is EA access five bucks a month, but it's also $30 a year, which basically equates out to, because once you, if you include the 10% discounts that you get for digital titles, if you buy five games from EA a year, basically it's a wash. Um, you know, right. not, only, not only do you get a five-day early access, but you also get the discounts on, on the games, um, so, you know, for, for a person like myself, uh, which is something that I probably will probably wind up talking about and I'll talk about it later on in this episode, um, when we do our Google Hangout on, uh, the Spawn on Me Google Hangout Sports Edition, uh, later on this month. Um, but with EA Access, one of the things that it's gonna, you know, give me the benefit of, of doing is, um, with all of the games that, you know, all of the sports games, I play Madden, uh, I may play FIFA. I play NHL, um, you know, uh, so, I mean, just those three games by themselves, uh, that's three games, and then Dragon Age and Battlefield, if I decide to get Battlefield, those five games in, in that, you know, in, in the calendar year will have paid for that, for that EA access for the year. Right. Um, plus, the, the, the biggest feature that I think is a benefit for sports games play, players like myself is the fact that I'll be able to play NBA Live for five days to really help determine whether or not I'm going to get 2K or if I'm going to get live. Okay, uh, I can see know. that. As, I can see that as being a good thing. I mean, you're yeah. really only you'll you'll be able to kind of dig through it and see a little bit, absolutely, uh, uh, and see exactly what kind of changes have been made. Which I think as a as a as a th- as a thought process, especially for EA games, because we've seen in the past that you know. You will get a different game a month later <laughs> than what you got the first couple of right, weeks. Right. Couple well, of weeks. Yeah, if they follow two K at all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so so you so you will have you will have some stuff on the sports side, which I which I kind of appreciate and didn't really think about that angle 
Um, because I'm such a staunch Madden n- uh, denier <laughs> right. that I'm that I'm like uh, I don't even know if I would even buy that game. But if I had that kind of um, like leeway and pass kind of situation, then I might sure. I might actually download it and play it. So that would sure. that would be a good move. Yeah, and 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 you know one other thing uh, that I I don't know if you guys really kind of accentuated it in the last episode. Um, I'm critical, y'all. Um, is is the fact that so EA Access is a downloadable service subscription service, whereas PlayStation Now is streaming. Right. And 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 uh, you know so so the 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 prices on PlayStation Now are definitely out of control. Right. Um, but I think some of it has to do with the technology that's involved. Um, you know, because you're you know you're streaming now as opposed to actually downloading something locally and being it you know and just having access. They they essentially own the license and they lease the license of the game out to you. Right. Um, versus you know versus Netflixing uh, a game. Um, you know and and having you know interactive Netflix if you will. Um, so that's you know that's a little bit a little bit of the difference. Um, but they're, uh, they're yeah. passing the savings along to you. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Except there are no savings. <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. Pass, passing the ripoffs off to you. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, so I've got EA access. Um, I'm downloading uh, FIFA 14 because that was the only game in the vault that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, I'm going to sit and play with that for a little while. And I'm, you know, excited to have early access to Madden because I will be playing Madden. And and the next thing that I'm really excited about um, with having EA access is being able to play NBA Live and and seeing if if the if they're able to resurrect the franchise or if it should if it's going to be DOA. So I'm kind of, I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about this, and I'm happy we we brought it back up to, on this podcast because I was I was hoping that we would talk about it since you weren't on the last show, right? But I, like Reef and I were talking about that on the last episode of like they have a pretty big back catalog. That's sure. the thing that I'm kind of interested in more than anything else of saying, hey, you, like I'm surprised that they haven't put UFC on there yet. Like that's a that's a huge thing that should be on there. I think it should. I, th- I don't think it's on there uh, um, as part of as part of the vault. Yeah. Well, here's the reason that they haven't done that, and uh, you know, I, yeah, and I heard you guys, I heard you guys talking about the back catalog, which I agree. Um, but so I'll address the UFC thing first, and then I'll talk about the back catalog. Um, UFC has not sold the way that they wanted it to, and that's part of the reason that you haven't seen UFC on there. That's um, interesting, though. That's so interesting. Yeah. So it 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 was it was it didn't do well critically, and right. it hasn't really done well. Um, in, in terms of sales, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't poor, but it wasn't, I don't think it met, it met its projections. But that's the weird thing though. It's like, like that game is a a first run at getting that franchise and that, that, uh, that IP basically under your belt. And I think to a certain extent, I mean, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm talking because I'm a little bit partial to it. Sure. Um, but it's all, it also feels like for a first time out, that game is doing way better than I would think. That it would have just just talking about the game itself, like I'm not talking How about the plays. sales yet. Yeah, like for a game that that, that has come out, like I, I mean, I just reached out to um, Sean O'Brien of uh, EA to see if we can get him on the cast uh, in the, in the future about right. NBA Live. Um, like they had a better debut basically than than NBA Live did. But NBA Live is like is going to be in the vault. It's going to be on there. I mean, I know it's a kind of a a flagship title for them. Sure. 
but it hasn't really been in that kind of in that in that kind of space in a long time. So I'm like EA and UFC with a huge market for it. I don't know if it's marketing. I don't know if it was the fact that there are some shortcomings in the game or if it was just something where they just are not putting out there because, you know, UFC as a whole is like, no, this is our IP. We don't want you to put it in there. I wonder what that backroom discussion is like. I, you know, I don't know if there is much of a backroom discussion on, on that kind of stuff because they have, you know, EA has exclusive rights to it. So it's, you know, it's not like, it's not like PlayStation Plus where, you know, Sony has to go out and negotiate and, and like Games for Gold where, where these, these console manufacturers have to go out and negotiate with the publishers for, you know, and they basically just kind of give them a flat rate to say, hey, we're going to, promote this game as our free game of the month we're going to give you x number of dollars for that they don't have to do that kind of stuff because they they're public they're the publishers of the game so they don't have to really go back and talk to ufc about whether or not they're going to release their game for free they pay ufc a you know they play you know they pay ufc a license a licensing fee to you know to license the sport and to license you know license their league and license the the players uh, the fighters in in the league just like you know basketball and football and everything else um but so that you know they get to decide but i think you know part of the reason that fifa and madden are in there and battlefield is in there and and peggle is in there is because those games came out last year you right, know right uh, um and and you know those were essentially Peggle Two was a came out in December, released in December. But the other three games were launch titles. So if you know they figured if people if people were going to buy them day one, they've you know or or if they were going to buy them, they would have had them by now. Right, but, right, but right. But now you have an opportunity, and that was one of the things with me for FIFA. I was curious about how good the game is. I've played FIFA in the past, and it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't. I wasn't sixty dollars curious enough to go out and pick up FIFA and but, but you, have, now, you have to really love soccer for that to work um you know and here's the here's the thing about FIFA and and it's it is so addictive and it's so fluid and it just works if you've never played if you've never played a FIFA game you've got to play a FIFA game you've got yeah. to yeah. Um, because because you will become a fan of the sport because of how accessible the game is to you. You still may not under like completely understand the, the the sport itself, but the game is it's the game is fun. The game is ridiculously fun. Right. Um, so yeah. So I you know I just kind of wanted to see. I was curious to see how how much uh, you know the the FIFA upgrade on on the the current gen consoles you know really was. Um, but but on on top of that, but but you know, kind of like what you're saying, you gotta love FIFA. Then there are people that love FIFA and they love soccer and they love you know they love playing that game. I don't love it enough to go out and buy it every year like I do Madden or or basketball or, or hockey. Right. Um, but I do love it enough to say, hey, if I can get it with this thirty dollar yearly yearly subscription, if I can get a copy and play it, I'll play the hell out of it. Right. You know, why not? Because you know, I'm sure that the game's going to be fantastic. Um, the so 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 that was the that was the first part with the, the UFC thing. I think that UFC, if it starts, it maybe, you know, maybe in November, maybe, you know, maybe they'll they'll add UFC to it, um, you know, as as part of the part of the vault package. Um, 
but you know the 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 second part about the back catalog is you know the reason that a lot of that stuff isn't isn't there is is the difference between PlayStation Now and 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 EA Access, which is PlayStation Now is streaming, and basically all they're doing is pushing the video down to your box, and you've got inputs and you feed that stuff back, so right. you can get legacy games, you can get PS2 games, PS3 games, PS1 games um, on there because you don't have to worry about trying to make it work with your console you don't have to put an emulator on there or any of that other kind of stuff right. with ea access because it's downloaded locally all of that stuff has to work like i've got to be able to run those backward those legacy games on my box and you and you and you know they just they haven't worked that stuff out yet they haven't translated the code so that it can work on the xbox one yet so and, i mean you know, but the i don't think they'll ever do that I mean, that's the thing, though. But the play, I mean, one, you'll hear all the conversations about basically how it's not really cost, uh, cost, pro, what's the word? Uh, effective. Cost effective. I'm sorry. Yeah. Cost effective yeah. for them yeah. to, to go through the process of trying to do emulation on a remote machine. And then you have Gaikai on the other side of it where it works for the most part. Like I've played stuff on it when it was in beta and I haven't, right. I haven't really touched it yet on, you know, now that it's out in the, in the wild. Right. But, I mean, I've seen it work. The problem is just now how many different kinds of games are you going to put on your service and how are you going to make that move um, really work for the masses? And the funny thing is now that I'm thinking about the process of which which one, quote unquote, is better. Right. The 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 subscription based version of EA Access seems more reasonable than the, the the the, you know, a la carte kind of pay as you go version of PlayStation. Now, it doesn't feel like unless they do a unless they do a subscription service, I don't know how you do that though. When you already have a subscription service out out there, that right, right, you can't really do both. Well. You can't do both. You, you can't double down on that because right, then you right. just you just screw yourself. But right. also, if they can figure out a way to put that into PlayStation Plus, if they figure out a way sure. to put PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus, costications. Yeah, all right, there you go. All right, there there will be costications, baby. Word. God. <laughs> <laughs> there will there will be no way people will really pay for EA access in the way that they would be. They, they, they'll do it because they have the console, but sure. they'll be so upset when they see what people on PlayStation now are getting with with the with the, the amount of money that they're going to wind up paying. That's well, going to be kind of crazy, though. Right. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing, though. You're not going to see PlayStation now coupled with PlayStation Plus because PlayStation Now technology is so uh, cost prohibitive right now that they can't they there there isn't a way for them to 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 add that to PlayStation Plus. I totally disagree with that. They can totally do it if they want to. They've already paid the money for it. They've yeah, already done it. The yeah, maintenance parts are going to be the maintenance parts, and they're making money hand over fist with PlayStation Plus as it is. Right, but the, they're hemorrhaging money, though. They, I mean, you know, the, the company as a, on a whole lost $8 billion. Sure. So, so they need to figure out. They've got to find revenue streams wherever they are because there's still $8 billion in the hole, so they can't give away the service. I mean, let's, let's look at it this way, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm just right. So, <laughs> but, but, I mean, look at it this way. They, so they came out with the beta, 
and they wanted people to to not only look at the beta and use the service, but they wanted people to download the games and buy the games, or you know, stream the games on PlayStation Now. And what did they say? All right, so we're going to price it in a way that is palatable to us, and and we believe will work with the consumers. And they came up with the brilliant idea of four hours for three dollars. Well, th- and- well, okay, hold on, hold on, wait a second. You hold on. <laughs> this is what this is the thing I think about when they when I hear them talk about it still being in in the process of kind of being in beta. Sure, it's out in a while, but it is still in beta form. Sure. And this is what's going to happen. They're going to do this first rollout. They've already gotten bad press about it. That's the thing. Right. The beauty the beauty of the way that this works is it, once you start to get that bad press, right. then you have to start making moves. Again, this is the reason why I always bitch and moan about how competition is the best thing you could possibly have. Sure. Cuz once you do that, then you can totally keep making moves and you'll you'll make the companies rethink their strategies. It is what you have to do for your wallet. Right. Those prices are going to come down. They have to come down. Absolutely. They have to come down. The only thing that's going to be different is what you're going to be offered at a subscription level and then what they're going to try to bundle with whatever kind of things they already have going. Mm -hmm. This is where it's going to be really cost prohibitive for them to really try to like raise prices and make it really, really, really shitty on your end to go play the thing they want you to play. Right. Cause they wouldn't have spent all this money if they didn't want people to use the service. That would be stupid. Right. You know what I mean? That would be worse than, 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 than putting it out and dropping their prices down. Sure. You'll eat a loss at the beginning, but you'll get, one, you'll get good people's uh, recommendations and reviews. Sure. And two, because the service actually works, people will stop complaining. Right. That's right. The, the thing about EA Access is you still may be paying for stuff, but those games may still be shit. Shit. Right. Right. You're you're absolutely you're 100 percent correct. That's the problem. Right. That's the biggest issue right. right now. Right. And that's the thing that people have to worry about. Right. So I, I get what you mean, but I think right. people have kind of given them some, given them some leeway because of all the good, uh, good graces that they've gotten before with the free games every, every month and all this other stuff. So, right. so people as a whole think of PlayStation Now as a good service. Sure. They just need to use some of that good grace. And, and push PlayStation now towards it. If they do that, then they'll be golden. Right. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, and that's the thing. It's so from every, everyone that I've heard talk about the technology um, that to use PlayStation now says the technology works, but the price isn't right. And, you know, the, and it's the exact opposite about EA Access, which is the price is right, but the, but, you know, but the software sucks. Right. Um, so now, I, you know, so, I get what you're saying about PlayStation Now, and and I hope for everyone's sake that you're right that they're going to come out. And I I, I believe that they're going to come out and reprice things um, more aggressively so that that it becomes more palatable for the consumer. The problem that I have, and, and the, the thing the thing that that makes me a little uh, more pessimistic about it is. In the beta program, where you want people to jump on and use the service and really stress it out, they were, you know, presumably putting out prices that they believe would be palatable um, so that they could incentivize users to go out and and stress the service and, and you know, stress the servers so that they could make sure that everything is right. And those are the those are the best prices that they could come up with that 
that would allow them to either either turn a profit or not lose too much money. Who knows how much all of that stuff actually costs them to run and operate. But the fact of the matter right. is that they they put out a beta and the purpose of a beta is to get a bunch of people to stress a server stress a system out in real world instances before it's released to the masses. And the pro- you know the problem that they're encountering is that people aren't <laughs> ready nor should they be ready ever to accept paying three dollars to play play a game for four hours or was it six dollars for seven days you know um or is is that is that what it is or is it eight dollars or something it's like what nine dollars nine dollars like, something for, like that yeah nine dollars for seven days which is which is if you rented a game from Redbox is the same price that you would pay or, or is actually probably more than you would pay because um, the game is like a buck and a quarter for it. I mean, that, that's the thing though, right? Yeah. Is like so, how many, how much are you willing to pay? It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. You have to go to the devil of PlayStation now and pay out, out the behind for stuff that you're going to get for a time release, basically, right. or go to the devil, which is GameStop. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, mo- and most people don't have that that kind of like want to do either or, or at this right, point, right? But it's funny because it's like it kind of like leads into our next segment, right? It's yeah. like like true 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 fronts about who's going to do what in what service and who's going to actually come out and, and actually be okay, right? It's right. Like, oh man, like what? Like is anything going to be put out this year? Are we right. going to have any games this year? <laughs> so so well, uh, you know, um, before we really start true fronts, our favorite game in Bricago, yes, we're going to talk about uh, Evolved is now the latest casualty of the October, you know, October uh, traffic jam that is now, you know, is now loosening up. So it used to, we, you know, we talked about just a few weeks ago how every game you've ever heard of is coming out in October. Now every game you've ever heard of is being pushed from October. So Evolved has now been pushed to February of 2015. Um, so that is now going to be coming out the same month as The Witcher. Um, so it's it, it'll probably it'll have financial competition from that, or at least gamers will have time competition between between those two games. I'm still really excited for Evolve. Um, yeah, I heard. Did, did you get to play the beta at all? I heard the beta was out. Uh, Evolve. Yeah, the PC. No, beta. no, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. People have been playing the PC beta, and they've been like, "Oh snap, it's so dope." Yeah, yeah. See, see, you know, that's what happens when you have Linux. Oh, I'm so I'm so sorry. To hear. That's like when you just said that the first the first thing that came to my mind was like, oh, it just sounds like the Ebola virus, right? It's like, oh, you have Linux, Linux shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, what are you gonna do? Can we put you in quarantine? Right. What can we do? It's funny because you're talking about all the stuff that get, that's getting pushed back. I'm looking at Twitter as we as we record this, and I see Tony Polanco, who is now of Dual Shockers. Uh, follow him at Ramudeth. Ram, Ram you death. Um, <laughs> he, he just he just tweeted out. He was like, The Order 1886, The Witcher 3, and now Evolve. What other games are coming out in February? I need a list, people. Right. And, right. The, and the funny thing I just thought about, I was like, you would swear with all these things getting pushed back that we were talking about LeBron's hairline. You would swear. Right. <laughs> you would swear. Don't talk that, like that. that. That's what we were talking about. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm, I'm like, hey, LeBron, you can pick us up too. You got, you got Kevin Love today. Word. So yes, you can yeah. you can you can totally get the spawn on me cast for the NBA minimum. 
no doubt. If you want. We'll take it. We'll or, take it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So, um, it's now February is the new October. Yep. Um, but there, you know, there are still some games that are coming out in October and we are going to talk about whether or not, uh, in this episode and this edition of true fronts, um, this is inspired by the comments that were made in, I believe it was, uh, I want to say it was Forbes, but I may be wrong about that. Um, about the sales for Destiny, where they said they forecast that Destiny will sell 20 million units by the end of 2014. Hmm. Um, which, yeah, hmm is right. Um, I mean, they can only hope, right? Well, yeah, this was this was uh, this was a third party, but obviously Activision, yes, that is you know that is what that is what uh, that's what Activision wants, right? Is, is for it to sell twenty units, uh, twenty million units, thirty million units. Um, but so you know, so I guess the the first the first part of our true fronts tonight is Kyle. Will do you believe twenty million units? Um, and, and the way we'll play this game is I'm going to call out a game. I'm going to call out a number and you tell me whether or not, if it's, if you believe it'll be above that number that it hit that mark or exceed it, it's true. If you believe it will not, it's front. Okay. All right. So, so you guys can play at home too. Right. There you go. Play at home. Get your, uh, true fronts home game. We'll do it. We'll do it as as a drinking game. Every right. time I get one right, you drink. Every time he gets one, you drink. There, there it is. Well, that's gonna be. You know, you gotta wait a long time to that. That liquor's gonna be nice and aged by the time you actually <laughs> get to drink it. We're talking about what you know. This is so so. And 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 what we're saying is, what are the sales numbers going to be by New Year's Eve, twelve thirty one fourteen? So part of your New Year's Eve festivities will be looking up MPD numbers. Um, as the clock counts down with your shots out <laughs> and then replaying this episode to see which ones you got right. We'll, we'll make this a, we'll make this a throwback episode when we're on vacation. Right. There you go. Um, yeah. As you're cel- as you're celebrating Kwanzaa. So, <laughs> all right. So they said destiny, destiny, not 20 million, but 10 to 15 million units. So, uh, so Ka, Destiny combined. Um, all right, now, yeah. So uh-huh, combined, uh-huh, X, qualify, X, right, qualify. right, right. Exactly. Um, Xbox One. Well, you know what? We'll go. We'll go. Just because it's Destiny and it's a new IP, we'll go across the board. I'll make it uh, easy all for four, you. All four consoles. I'll make it easy for you. What was the, what was the main number that they wanted to hit? Fifteen. That's across the board. All platforms. Across, all, all platforms. They will totally make that number. Costications. Okay. And this is the reason why. Okay. They're 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 coming out of Bungie, right? And they have one the marketing power to go behind and do it do whatever they need to do. They will have the marketing prowess to do it because they've done it before. Two, there's going to be no blood clot games coming out besides that <laughs> game, and everyone is going to want something to play. Okay. And three. Because I said so. All right. 
because Stone Car said so. Take that. I tried to think of every Stone Cold Steve Austin thing that I could say, and all I had was take that. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, Okay, so... So Destiny, you're saying they're going to hit that. That means they're, they're going to make between 600 and $900 million. So you're, you're saying they'll make over $900 million by December 31st, 2014 on Destiny alone. I totally think that's doable. Okay. All right. So so you say true. Uh, you know, I say true as well. Um, Destiny's going to be big. It's going to sell extremely well. I you know I I I can't see it not selling making a billion dollars, so yeah so I mean why the hell not why the hell not it it'll do it so the next game on the list is the remastered version of GTA Five now here we go we're gonna get some qualifiers we're gonna do this um, GTA Five. It's already shipped out 34 million copies in in, in a year. Um, most of those have been sold. Um, but we're going to talk about just uh, Xbox One, PS4, and PC sales of GTA V. Um, I'm going to say 7 million. Um, 7 million, is that... True or true or front? Uh, let's see. I think you know what the funny thing is. This is the reason why I'm going to say true is because of looking at the Last of Us remastered. And at first, when I thought about that whole the whole possibility of how that would work, and I was like, would I buy GTA again? And I was like, hmm, I don't know if I necessarily would, but. And, and I'm hoping that other people didn't have this problem. I will wind up buying this game again because I had like a weird corruptive sa- corrupted save and it like freaked out and died. You had a shitty PlayStation 3. Shut up. <laughs> and, then, and then it died, right? So I'm going to wind up getting this game again for a couple of reasons. One, it's going to look better. It's going to do all the better, better, better parts. But then, But I'll actually be enjoying it again for the first time. In sure. a way that a lot of people will probably not do that. They, they will already have done it. But I think the pretty factor is going to come back into it. And I think that the whole like um, people are going to get all the on, the online stuff is going to transfer over is going to be a huge part of that pro- part of that process of people wanting to get that game again. So I think they'll make those they make their numbers. It'll it'll even if it's just for the pretty factor, people will make that make that jump again. They'll do what they'll do what GameStop did. You bastard GameStop. And they'll do a they'll do a half price. 25 or like a 50 percent trade in your old game you get this new game joint that they did for last of us and then you think they'll do that they'll do it again because i'm sure they yeah, got a okay. lot of trade-ins on that i'm sure they did sure sure because i was okay. mad as hell when i didn't have my old copy i was pissed right 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 hmm. so so you're saying seven million no problem they got it okay um you know i know i'm gonna get it i'm excited to get it i know a lot of people that are excited to get it but I, you know, I think it's gonna hit about five million, um, and unless unless they confirm that Heist will be out on GTA Online, um, before the game releases, like so at launch on the on the current gen consoles and on PC, you'll be able to 
to go GTA Online and have heist. If that's the case, then I say ten million easy. Didn't they do that already though? Didn't they already announce? No, no, heist. Heist, they've announced that heists are coming. They are still not available. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. So, oh so, yeah, because every time they release a new patch and, you know, they release new upgrades, they've, uh, people, the users, community finds new exploits right away and they have to f- fix the exploits before they can move on, move forward into uh, putting out, you know, putting out new content. So, if they come out with A, new story content, and be um, be the heister out, then I say ten million on that easy. If not five million, right? So so you know conditional conditional front from from your boy uh, Stubby Stan. Okay. Uh, the last the last game on our list is the only exclusive um, Halo Master Chief Collection. Um, I'm gonna say eight million eight million units sold. The Master Chief Collection just on the, is just available for the Xbox One. Will and that game comes out uh, November 11th, I believe it is. Um, so from November 11th to December 31st, do you think eight million copies of Halo Master Chief Collection will be sold, Khalif? Um, I'm gonna say front on that, and I don't know why. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's not going to make that number. And I mean, we're we're kind of throwing out arbitrary numbers. Sure. But also, it feels like as much as people were kind of hyped about the video that we put on on the site, the smallpointblog.com. Um <laughs> as much as people were hyped about that video and seeing seeing some of the gameplay and seeing some of the graphical uh changes that they've done and upgraded, I don't know if the Halo community is still that big where they want to go back to that kind of game. Now, mind you, the multiplayer is what makes that game move and what has made that game move forever. But I'd wonder if that, if it's time has passed and if if people are kind of past playing that kind of game. It's funny because I remember people talking about which part of that, that thing that they were kind of excited about. And the most, the main part of that was Halo 2. And if you're really going to buy it just for Halo 2, I get it, but also I don't get it. Like there's there's, there's like five or six games in there, and you're only really going to be playing paying attention to two because the other parts of the multiplayer and the other games weren't as good. So we'll see. I uh, so all right. So you so you got front. Um, I, I'm gonna say true on this one. Um, uh, believe it or not, well, I probably not. Be, you know, probably believe it. Uh, since I'm uh, since I'm the Xbox One kid over here. Um, but. But I, this is going to be the Master Chief Collection is going to be the system seller that everyone believed and hoped Titanfall would be. This is the game that is going to you know even if even though it's an old game, there's something about when you say when you talk to people casually that are gamers and talk about games that are coming out and you mention the Halo Master Chief Collection, the electricity. The, the 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 sense of urgency that people respond to you about that game you know with with respond to you with about that game is palpable um, there is the, there is a tangible sense that people are are excited and ready to have that in their hands whether is whether it's just to play Halo 2 which was you know because that, that was basically for for lots of people that was their first F FPS Xbox Live experience. Right. Um, 
and and you know, I mean, so that that part of it, nostalgia nostalgia wise, it holds holds great memories. But but people are excited, super excited about playing this game and having this game. And and the thing that's smart about it and the thing that differentiates it from Titanfall is that the only place you can play it is on the Xbox. Right. right. So if you're excited about this game, you have to go out and buy a console to play it. You have to. There are there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You can't hold on to your 360. You're not going to be able to play it on the PC. Um, this is this is it. This is this is as exclusive as it gets. Um, you know, much like Last of Us. And and the reason I threw out the eight million number and I feel confident that 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 it can hit it is because Watch Dogs um, Watch Dogs sold four million in a week or two weeks. And and then went on to sell eight million by by the time June was done. So in in basically that five week period, and and you know Halo will have six weeks in the busiest shopping time of the year. Um, and Watch Dogs wasn't as good a game, and I you know I understand it was available on four consoles as opposed to you know four platforms as opposed to just one. But I think that this is going to be the game that really cements. The, the Xbox One as a as a console in in the United States or in North America. I mean, this is the thing, though, right? Is like again, if you want to use that Watch Dogs example, the beauty of what Watch Dogs did, and this is the only beauty of what Watch Dogs did, <laughs> was just be out in a time when nothing else was out. Right, right, and that's right, the thing is like right. this would be the perfect time for indie games to think about moving their dates sure. up. To think about if you're a, if you're a lesser known game right now and you're like, Hey, nothing else is coming out this year except for two or three major games, which until maybe tomorrow, <laughs> well, the time that we're right. talking about this have not gotten pushed back yet. This would be the perfect time. If you have a game that you just want to put out there that you want some sales, people will probably sure. buy your game because there's nothing else to play. So. Right. Again, it, it's really going to depend upon, you know, they do have that groundswell of, of nostalgia that goes behind the, the Master Chief Edition, but also are they going to pull the amount of, of, of sales that they want to? Cause honestly, it's kind of a free move, right? It's like you're, you're already paying into, you already have the assets. It's not like you had to build all the things from scratch. You kind of had the ideas and everything else going for you already. You had to like just put some paint on it and, and make it pretty, which for sure takes a lot of time and a lot of assets, but you know, like, you know, like Mike Micah's game that we talked about earlier. If IDARB comes out in between that time, it's going to get a lot of sales, right? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Again, we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. And I hope that, I hope that the, the weird thing is I'm really hoping that these games do well because it, it, right now the sentiment in gaming is like gaming's dead. Nothing's coming out. It's like the ghost, yeah, yeah, the ghost yeah. of Christmas whackness. And I'm like, calm right, down. Right. It's right. not that bad. Things are still right. coming out. People are still making games. It gets better. So, yeah, right. it, yeah, it gets better. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know what else will uh, what what will make it fine for you guys right now is to listen to some smooth music. Um, I think it's time. I think I think we have to do it. It's been it's been too long. There it is. So uh, yeah, so you guys get to enjoy a dope music break uh, right about now.
the tourist sketches is all They can't catch us, just sell us I joined the Mile High Club somewhere over Texas Plotted my climb since the homie played the black Lexus I told him put it all on spitter Guaranteed winner, been a go-getter Ain't gotta go nowhere, I already came here with it Pull up at the picnic, El Camino on 13 Red nose pit bulls in the back, no leash Motherfuckers well trained On the low, I be having that high grade Talking about high niggas smoking maintain That's word from a bird in a fuzzy herb tree Fly tail at you, ain't heard that from me All right, welcome back, welcome back, everybody. This is episode twenty-five of the Spawn on Me podcast, featuring your boy Danny Pena, aka Godfrey of Gamertag Radio. Um, hope you enjoyed that music break. That was Currency with uh, Skyborn. Uh, we take you farther than far, somewhere between Mars. That's where Bracargo is. Um, that's where we bring you week in and week out with all sorts of dopeness. We uh we don't trim our audio, but <laughs> somebody else is trimming audio. Um, the new overlords of Twitch, aka uh you know the formerly known as benevolent Google, has come in with a bunch of rules and regulations. They are officially they walk through the door and they have planted their flag. They are letting you know that they are in town, and they are in town to stay. Don't you agree? I think I think this is the part of the show where we play Stormtrooper March music, (laughs) and then uh, we talk about how (laughs) the conglomerates have gotten together and they have made things worse. So, if you haven't been paying attention, you're seeing all these acquisitions from companies going here and here and here. Google buying everybody up that they can possibly uh, possibly can. Uh, YouTube's integration with all all the other parts that go along with that, and now we have Twitch and Google and YouTube kind of all being in bed together. And people, when they heard the initial uh, discussions, were saying, you know, you know, it may be bad, it may be something that we need to keep abreast of, and hopefully they won't screw it all up. And yesterday was like the day of reckoning for most YouTube and Twitch streamers, where. They started to mute people's music, any copyrighted music that was in your stream, your whole stream got muted. And then the internet lost their shit. It was kind of terrible. So we we see now that uh, not every time a buyout happens that it's actually going to be a good thing. <laughs> um, sometimes people think that, hey, you know, it's good. Everything is going to be all right. Everything's going to be fine. Um, there was a, an article on rock, paper, shotgun that basically brought up, uh, what's happening. And Twitch has kind of done a double whammy of sorts where they've been trimming people's highlight clips to two hours. So if you had a clip on your show that was way at 2.1, then you basically lost it. Like all that stuff got cut out. Right. And it wasn't like they just cut out 
the extra stuff. It was you were over and that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't like chop it up into two hour segments. They basically just dropped whatever happened after your two hours uh, highlight happened, which I kind of get because if you're doing a highlight, it's not a past broadcast. It's a little sure. bit different. You've already clipped that part out, but still. People have been using their Twitch stuff as archives for a certain extent, even though they've done some kinds of uh, mea culpas and, and like sorries by giving people ways to export some of their stuff out, which I would suggest all of you do, right. you know, s- put your stuff out and, and then bounce it out to YouTube if you can or figure out another way to download it. But the second part that is even more, uh, I'm not going to say sinister because it's not like the end of the world. People will find out ways around it. But most people who stream for long periods of time play music. Right. And most of that music isn't theirs. And it's copyrighted material that now is being muted out. So what does that mean? One, you cannot play all the bachata that you want. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I am a huge fan of it growing up in the Bronx, you cannot play (laughs) as much bachata Justin Bieber and Katy Perry as you want. You're going to have to figure out a new way to do that, which I find really interesting because last week or the week before Twitch for the first time put its first music stream on the front page, right? which was really interesting because most gamers were like, what the hell is this crap? Why is this on Twitch? This is not supposed to be on Twitch. And then they kind of switch it up and say, no, well, if we can stream it, you can't stream it. That's kind of nuts. What do you think? Well, so, I mean, so we're seeing a lot of things happen. Um, and, and, you know, here's, here's where, uh, my, my stubnostications didn't come true. We were talking about this on, uh, the, the, our episode with, with, uh, Lisa Brown. And I was saying, you know, it, it, it'll be a while before we actually see what Google's influence on Twitch will be. And, you know, maybe a while in Google land is like three days. Because <laughs> it, I mean, you can definitely feel their influence immediately. Uh, you know, so one, one of the things that they said uh, about the trimming of your broadcast was, hey, if you, you know, if you want to have a longer broadcast, then feel free to archive that or upload it to some a place like YouTube. Also, you know, now within the family. So it's in their best interest to to keep you there. Um, but the interesting thing is, you know, I, I always thought that there were limits on on the length of YouTube videos even um, prior to this as well. So, you know, I'm not sure exactly uh, how that works. Um, but I think the other thing that you're seeing, you know, and obviously that, you know, copyrighted music is, is definitely going to be a problem. For, for people that stream games. So if someone's streaming an open world game where there's a radio station, um, you know, you can't, you, you can't play the radio when you're driving in your game. You know, you're driving the car, doing whatever it is that you're doing because then your entire stream gets shut down. Right. Um, you know, and, and all you're doing is playing the game. Even if you're not playing, you know, music outside of the game. you're going to wind up getting shut down. So, I mean, that's crazy. See, here's the thing, too. So, you see things like that already happening when you have, like, your PlayStation share streaming, right? Right. That stuff will will spit out, you know, whatever you're playing in certain circumstances. So, like, NBA 2K14 has a whole bunch of, like, in-between cutscenes that you can't see. It'll shut off and, like, basically blank out your, your stream for a hot second. 
UFC is one of the worst. Kind yeah, of, UFC does that uh, all deals the time. with that where they basically shut all your audio out except yeah. like all the commentary goes right, out, all the music right, goes out, right. all that stuff drops out, and you all you hear is the fight. And then if you use that to basically upload anything to YouTube or to any other place like that, then you're kind of screwed. I remember, I like, I won the championship. Leafy Green is now the middleweight champion of the world. Oh, Mazda word leafy green shout out to you if you don't know who leafy green is then <laughs> you, you you better ask ask somebody right you better he's 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 the ufc multi multi world middleweight champion of the world who now is retired after four more fights after his after oh, his you retired him <laughs> he had to so so the way ufc really quick you wait ufc really works is you have this meter on the bottom of your screen every time you have finished a fight and depending right. upon how much damage you've taken over your career once it gets to the red all the way at the end of the of the, the line then they basically f- make you retire oh so you, oh man so you got yeah you got cauliflower ears and yo i got rocked Ali <laughs> i got rocked over my 30 i went 35 and 5 or something like that oh dope okay which is which is not too bad um right. and that was another thing but anyway right that is like one of the most egregious ones uh, where you'll see all this kind of uh, stuff get pulled out but it's going to be interesting to see a couple of things, right? It's like another thing that I found really interesting in the article was, um, so you had multiple places in which you could kind of stream. So you can kind of do it on a PlayStation. You can do it a little bit through the Twitch app on your Xbox. Right. You used to have Justin TV as well as, a, as another yeah, place that, to go and stream, which then... Right. Within, which merged with Ustream a while back and then merged again with Twitch. Right. Justin, Justin TV has been taken out of the equation. Right. They haven't really figured out a YouTube solution for uh, streaming directly to YouTube. So the biggest winner out of this whole thing is going to be Hitbox, I think. Hitbox TV, if you haven't been paying attention to them, have kind of been the upstarts. They kind of they did a bunch of streaming with Indie, Indie E3. Right. Uh, they've been, they've been kind of in the cut, you know, hanging out for a bit. And what they did, which I thought was super smart on there. And, and this happened, I think today they had a, uh, a link that was basically like jump ship. It was like watching, uh, AT&T and Verizon fight right. <laughs> where people were like, Hey, if you come over here, you right. get faster stream, you know, you don't have to worry about your archives going away, all this crazy stuff. So I think Hitbox and Hitbox, we're talking to you. We need to do something together because I think that would be dope. Right. But Hitbox is going to maybe get a huge bump in viewership and in streamers because if Twitch doesn't get their stuff together and try to, you know, because you have to basically uh, uh, appeal all the things that happen with the VO. Right. And now you have to go through all these YouTube kinds of things that fight the whole DMCA that's not going to be what people want to do with their Twitch. They're not going to do what they want to, you know, they're going to have to switch everything up to kind of work around this whole deal again. And they've already done that. Most of those Twitch streamers are coming from YouTube anyway. Right. right. So we'll see. Well, I, well, I think, I think Hitbox is going to be the people who win out of this whole thing. And, if Twitch and, doesn't get their stuff together. And you may be right. Um, you know, I think that the uh, PC users, users with flexibility, users with choice, will flock to Hitbox because it'll give them that like just like you said people were were running from YouTube to go to Twitch and now people will probably run from Twitch since Twitch is essentially YouTube now um and and run to Hitbox the problem is that Twitch won't even they they will like if if 100% of the PC users leave Twitch 
they'll feel that. But right. if 25% of the use the Twitch users, PC Twitch users, leave Twitch and go to Hitbox, Hitbox will be elated over that. But Twitch won't even feel it because they've got this huge influx of console users. Right. So, you know, and, and you know, the console users won't have a choice. They've got to use Twitch. And but this is the thing, though. This is the thing. Mm-hmm. Once the big streamers go, that's when they'll start to feel it. Imagine if a man versus game decides that he's leaving Twitch. He can't because right. he's contracted. Sure. Right. But if, like, all the big streamers, the, like, creams and the freaking co's and and man versus games and all the other big streamers decide that yo now you're 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 basically messing with my money right and hitbox has has a way to kind of incentivize those people to come over right that'd be a huge shift i don't know if it's necessarily going to happen because again i think that they twitch has done a really good job as far as ingratiating people to the to the service sure and also giving them a platform in which they can be famous basically uh, from doing what they do. I just want to make sure and see, you know, again, we talked about it earlier with the EA access versus the PlayStation now stuff, seeing just how nimble Twitch is going to be when they make their moves about how they kind of ingratiate and kind of make good with the people who have gotten them where they are. So we'll see. Right. I don't know how it's going to turn out. Yeah. I, you know, the, the thing that I think though is, um, with their ability, if, if they're able to, you know, if if Twitch's streams are faster, if the lag, the latency, um, is is lessened by the fact that they've got the you know Google servers and and their you know as their backbone now, um, it'll make it a very enticing and attractive place for for streamers to be, for broadcasters to be. But if if you know they're part of you know part of their deal, part of the reason that they stream. Part of the reason that they broadcast is to generate revenue for themselves. Maybe those people will move over to Hitbox. But what that, what I think that does is it, it opens up a void and it leaves a space that can be filled by other streamers on that are still using Twitch, whether because they want to or because they have to. Like in, you know, in the case of especially Xbox One users um, who don't who don't have, uh, uh, you know, who have. HDCP restrictions and can't use outside boxes to to record, uh, ap, you know, outside outside capture cards to record their their sessions or what have you. Um, the with the you know with Twitch being out there and available to them, you may be able to, you may start seeing Sony you know Sony uh, PSN users PlayStation Four users. And Xbox One users becoming as large, you know, big if not as big as some of the big Twitch streamers that were, you know, generally PC, you know, or got their start on on the PC because there'll be there'll be space for them. And if if like UFC, the games are coded in, in such a way where they will cut out any licensed music. Uh, you know, anything, essentially anything that will get you sued or get you banned or get you muted, if they cut that out beforehand, um, then all you have to worry about is is streaming and, you know, putting out the content and, uh, you know, and narrating over it, then it takes a lot of the worry out. So, you know, I guess I'm kind of trying to put a positive spin on this, that it could be, 
not a not so terrible thing for at least for at, at the very least for console users. I mean, I think <clears throat> one last thing, I guess, on that for my sure. end is sure. the one thing that we've seen uh, throughout all these kinds of transitions is just how smart and um, inventive the communities have been. Uh, and they have figured out ways to to both keep their 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 revenue streams going and circumvent all the kind of uh, backdoor dealings that have been happening. So it'll be a little bit interesting to see how all that plays itself out. Right. And also it'll be uh, interesting to see just again what Twitch does in the wake of some of this backlash. Like they're already kind of backpedaling now. Like they've already, I think, in the time that we've been uh, recording this, they've already dropped the two-hour restriction, um, which is pretty nimble. Right. Think right. 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 I mean, just, you would think that they were listening to the podcast. Right. Who's um, who's who's their president now? Don Matrick. Yeah, I mean, hey, right? It's something. It's something. So they, so in the time that we've actually been doing the show, the YouTube exporter is back in service, right. and they've removed the uh, video on demand uh, highlight length uh, removal, uh, the two-hour limit. So we'll see. Right. We'll, we'll see exactly what happens. We'll see oh. if this is another thing that like starts up, gets people mad, and then they flip out, and then they fix it really quick, and then go back to what they did. They may be pulling a, a, an Xbox Xbox One DRM right now. Right. I don't ever put my feet on Eddie Murphy's couch. I got more sense than that. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, so uh, yeah. So we're about to end, um, but this just in, literally this just in, there will be a. Xbox One Madden 15 bundle retailing for $400. So you will be able to get a connectless Xbox One with Madden 15 for the price of an Xbox One. You should see the look on my face right now. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish this was a video podcast. Right. <laughs> I so wish it was a video podcast. You should see my face. Oh my God! They, I mean, uh, anyway, Madden, Madden is Madden. Right, whatever. right, right, right. Well, whatever. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's so you gotta, you know, you know. I mean, they've got a relationship with with EA. Obviously, um, they're getting EA access. They're the only place to have it. They got Titanfall. <laughs> you know, they had the Titanfall bundles, and now they're getting you know getting Madden. So if you, you know, if whenever you I even hear one, the word Madden, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, cool story, bro. Right, right. <laughs> Cool story, bro. Uh, you it's know. so nice you have Madden. It's awesome. Cool right, story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop being a hater of Madden, but I really want 2K to come out with a damn football game. Uh, Please, sweet, sweet Jesus. Nope. Uh, you know, it's not going to happen. Maybe maybe uh, they can get the college football the college football license. Figure that out. Figure that part out. You know what? Actually, though, really quick before we go, a thing that I, a thing that I'm kind of excited about, and I haven't said this in a long time. I saw a screenshot of John Cena Uh in the new WWE game. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, man. That looks pretty dope. If they can pull that off, because that's been that's been the thing. There's there was also some NBA 2K15 news that broke today. Right, right, Um, yeah, that you can see on the SpawnPunkBlack.com. Yeah, you can see that on the site. Um, but I'm kind of excited for that game. If everybody looks as dope as he looks, yeah, that would be cool, man. Yeah. That would be so dope. Yeah, and if they can add a, add a, a really compelling story mode that's dynamic, um, yeah, I, I, I think I may be all about it. I think I may be all about it. I don't know. 
I you don't might know. be about it, about I, it. I might be about it, about it. <laughs> Orderly, Holmes. Oh, Orderly. Um, so, word. So yeah, so I, uh, so we're gonna, you know, I think we're gonna cut out. Not a lot of news. There, there was some news, but not a lot of news that was worth really worth talking about. I think it was important for us to talk about the news that we did talk about, and hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna cut out of here. Um, and we want to uh, give a big shout out to Danny. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Danny Pena, Game Attack Radio, all you cats. Um, I feel your energy right now because you guys are recording while we're recording. Uh, Mandy's probably talking about how she hates all games but <laughs> but loves them all the same. Um, I'm surprised Paulston is back from playing Titanfall even though he thought it wasn't compelling until he got an Xbox One and now he can't stop playing it. Paris is probably driving home wishing he could play his PlayStation 4 or his PC. Because uh, PCs are amazing and the PS4 is amazing, but the Xbox One is just not compelling to him. And <laughs> and and Danny, you know, Danny's like, hey guys, listen, I just want to tell you something. I think this could really work. The Xbox One is the greatest system of all. Of all. <laughs> so uh, I love you guys. Thanks a lot. Um, I want to, uh, uh, you know, I'm rambling, but I want to give a shout out before we before we get into our social media business. Um, to uh, a couple of a couple of places and people. Um, to uh, we, Khalif and I, are part of a Facebook group called the Black Podcasters United, um, and it's been it's been a great repository for uh, networking and information. Um, you know, for passing on information and for learning about new shows that are out there. Um, so it's that that part's been great. Um, I specifically want to shout out a few people. Um, uh, Dino Red, who runs the, uh, I think it's the Red, the Dino Red Network. Um, but I'm, I'm sure I'm messing that up. But the the um, the number one show on that network is the Shiznit Show, which is uh, an awesome. It's, show. it's a fantastic show. Dino, um, props to you and all of your people over there because it's a dope show. Um, I want to I want to shout out uh, Molly and John Pennyman from the Pennyman Doctrine, um, two dope people out of out of Cleveland, Ohio. Um, they they talked about they actually talked about us um, on one of their recent recent shows. So uh, thanks a lot for that. Um, really appreciate all the work that you guys are doing, and I love your show. Um, just you guys put it out like it's like three times a week. I don't know how you could do it. It's, each one is like two hours long. It's crazy. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, hey, do what y'all do. Um, and, uh, and last but not least, uh, Gil, Gil Lowry. Gil Lowry, um, of the Black Onyx podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, another really, really dope, dope podcast. He's a, he's a dude out of Atlanta. Um, so I just, you know, I just wanted to take the time to, uh, Shout out all of you cats out. Oh, yeah. Oh, and one last person to shout out. Um, and I'll, I'll put it out there on the airways. My, my man, Classic Material, who was on OpCube. They shouted, they shouted me out. They shouted us out. Um, my man, Classic Material, he's already, he's already hopefully read this, but I'm going to go out and say, I am sorry, my dude. This is, he is my LB from college. And I had no idea who it was 
but he saw me online and was like, hey, how you doing? Da, da, da. And I was like, oh, hey, person that I don't really know, I don't think. <laughs> how are you? It's fun talking to you, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I mean, this is my man. So like I, I, I didn't digital snuff him, but I didn't digital recognize him. Um, and we and we play fantasy hoops, and he uses the same name, and I wasn't even thinking about it. Um, so Damn, yo, son. yeah, so you my dude, classic. Um, he's got the good and terrible show. He did have another twenty four, and he also had the Cold Slither podcast, which was a dope podcast. It was a lot which is of fun. great. Yeah, I love that podcast. Yeah. it's really good. Um, so yeah, so. Uh, uh, classic material, you my dude, forever, forever, forever. Um, so yeah, those are my shout outs. I'm sorry. No, no worries. Well, no worries. We're gonna, we're gonna jump up out of here. I want people to, before you give the social media business really quick, um, if you haven't listened to us before, if you're new to the show, uh, we are absolutely thankful for that you are listening to us right now. If you are in the range of my voice. Right. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then we, we appreciate you listening to us. Uh, and we do have some really dope, uh, shows in the archive as well. Yeah. We've had folks from Lisa Brown from Insomniac Games. We have Sean Alexander, uh, from Treachery and Beatdown City. Uh, Dave Fenoy, who is the voice of Hulu and of, uh, uh, Lee main character from The Walking Lee, Dead, Lee, Lee The Walking Lee. Dead. Right. Uh, Daniel Kaiser as well from right. Game Trailers. A bunch of people who right. you should know and do know already, right. uh, in the gaming sphere. Uh, and we are trying to be that podcast that is trying to spotlight uh, people of color in the gaming industry and share all the good news about what we do in the industry and what everybody does in the industry. So, Absolutely. again, thank you for listening to us. And here is a social media business from Cicero. Yes. Uh, so if you want to follow us on the show, follow us on Twitter at Spawn on Me. Um, check out our site, the wonderful thespawnpointblog.com. That is thespawnpointblog.com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at SpawnPointBlog. Um, you can follow my great captain, Khalif Adams, at Kajakins. And uh, yours truly, the Stumbling Stubbs, is at, at Stubby Stan. Um, Stubby's my first name, Stan's my last name. Um, follow the show or like us on Facebook at the SpawnPoint Gaming Blog and the uh, Spawn Point uh, Spawn on Me podcast. And uh, and then, you know, check us out on iTunes. Remember to like, rate, and subscribe. And then we're also on uh, Podomatic and, um, and SoundCloud and Swell. And SoundCloud, we're really trying to promote right now. Um, it's really great. It's, it's easy metrics. Um, if, you're, if you're looking for a place, if you're new to us and you're looking for a place to listen, if you've got SoundCloud, that's, you know, that's the perfect place to go ahead and listen to us. And if you like what we're doing, go ahead and, uh, you know, like us, favorite us, um, give us, leave us some reviews so that we can, you know, we can move up the ladder and we can, you know, do great things for you, great things for us. Um, and tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your grandma, yep. you know, your cousin and them. In, in them. Right. <laughs> Word. Was, this was a great, was a great show. Thank yeah, you absolutely. so much for uh, rocking with us. Yeah, and definitely. this has been episode 25 of the Spawn on Me podcast. And I think the way you should do is say peace. Word.